Elias Podcast, your award-winning Boston podcast, number one. Now on Spotify. I'm Vinny. I'm Grayson. I am Derek. Internet Derek. Internet Derek. Cool. I pulled my back today. How'd you do that? I don't know. Just sitting at my goddamn chair in my desk at work. Maybe you should get a standing they say, desk. They say sitting's the new the new cancer. That's what I or I've no, they say that. it's the new smoking. Sitting's yeah. the new smoking. Yeah. Sitting's the new smoking. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I was just sitting at my desk and I like leaned I like I don't know. I, t- I flexed it the w- a weird way. Like I curled my tailbone in. I don't know. Towards- well, you curled your toes? Were you no. doing something inappropriate? No, no. Like I was just stretching my back and I like. <laughs> yeah. All right. I pulled my pelvis forwards, you know. Oh. Yeah. Stretching my lower back by like hunching over basically. And it just like made a little pulling sensation. Didn't, didn't like Ouch. It. Yeah. Bad. It's gonna be okay, but I did hear online today the coronavirus. The first symptom is uh, your back. I pulled back. So, yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. They say the coronavirus is the new cancer. Smoking. <laughs> coronavirus <laughs> is the new pandemic. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. It's really cool. Yeah. I played an episode of a uh, plague Inc. Oh, I did two last week actually. I yeah. saw my desk. Yeah. I won. Put it on the, the easy mode. I had it on normal and I won. Kind of felt bad, but I had oh, it on that's normal. The one where you play as a virus, everyone dies, right? No, you win by killing the whole planet. You're, you're the vi- you play as the virus. Yeah. It's, oh. called, it's called Plague Inc. I played it on my phone when I was at work. I was Is that like, the one that was out like years ago yeah. when I was in school? No, no. There was an no. older version, but I don't know if it was the same developer. Like this was, it was a super old like internet browser one. It's like a relative, this one, the current one is like a relatively new game. It was like, it's maybe like eight years old, if that. Yeah. Probably less. Wow. But I won, I started in England on a normal and that's a hard place to start because they got the good antibiotics. But I won anyway. Good job killing the world. Thanks. Really proud of you. I w- it made me it made me very conscious of like how easy it is for for us all to die from plague. Like coronavirus, bring it on. Let's go. Before we hop into our weeks, I just want to make an announcement that later in this episode we will be have a special guest calling in from somewhere in the world. You'll see if you listen. All the way in to probably 30 minutes. Yeah, halfway. Derek, how's your week been? Uh, it's been a week. It's been a week. Um, Proud of been, you. Been real, been real busy um, working. Um, looking for a new apartment. So that Ooh. was something. Um, yeah, just a, just a busy week. It's the last week of our fiscal year. So just buckling down. Hence the internet, Derek. Internet Hence internet, Derek. Derek. He, I will be back. In person, Derek, for one week. I will not be here next, next week, week, so we cannot do this. In oh, person. never mind. We just, we just so won't record. I won't be in no, I'll do it remotely. Okay, I'll bring the stuff with me where I'm going. You're gonna bring I the won't road be in person until after my somewhere. surgery. Then. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Your surgery. surgery. Yeah. Surgical Derek. Broken Derek. Yeah. Bro- healing Derek. Broke. Broken Derek. So broken Derek. So they said I could be. I should be on crutches for two to four weeks. Hopefully, it's two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, just make sure you hydrate. Hydrate or dehydrate. Am I right? Thanks, guys. So helpful. Um, so yeah, that's that. Cool. How's, um, how's the hunt going? The apartment hunt. Yeah, it's it's going. It's going. We looked at a few places in Brookline. Um, on Saturday, 
Um, but we were a bit thrown off because those ones had broker fees, which are not fun. Yep. Um, so we looked at a couple places in Cambridge as well. Eight broker fees. Such bullshit. So, yeah, we should uh, hopefully have some guy. Like, we've kind of made a decision, but we need to hear back from the building. So hopefully we'll hear back in the next few days. I wonder if your computer can get the coronavirus. Probably. <laughs> um, cool. Well, good, good. Yeah. It's, uh, so yeah, we'll see on that. And, uh, I think we're going to try to move in a couple months, which will be cool. Mozart, you my ring. You've been, uh, downtown for 10 months, you said? Thereabouts. Yeah. Maybe a little bit less. What's, what's making you want to leave the downtown area? How much time do you have? Is it the price? How much time do is you it, have? Is it just crazy? What's, g- uh, give me, give me the top three reasons. Uh, it's Biggest the building. Reasons. The building is oh. the problem. Okay, it's it's the tenants. Oh, like, scandal! So we live in a building that we didn't realize that there was a huge population of undergrads in it. Hell yeah! Whip, whip. And uh, they're just really loud and disrespectful most of the time. Wow. <laughs> so uh, Would you yeah, say, we just don't love it here. Uh, given that the average one bedroom apartment price in Boston is around $2,500. Would you say you're paying above or below average? That would be amazing if I paid below average. So you're paying managed buildings, man, the average of that. What was that? So you're paying at or above the average of of like, of like 25. Okay. I'm surprised that students can afford that. Well, then again, you know, international money. I also see a lot of BU students driving around, uh, in like Lamborghini, Lamborghinis and Ferraris and shit. So never mind. Be yeah, it's um. Be you more like pu. More like I don't have a class. Yeah, I don't. Didn't you have a drum? Uh, but this is. Yeah, it's on one of these boards. It's not on here. Where's the but this? But um, yeah, it it's the, the problem shot. is it's it's all international college students and they're all like born with silver spoons you know yeah yeah the kind that have a ferrari and go to bu or an audi yeah I know, yeah i know the type so he does know the type yeah he does <laughs> i'm That's a little true. familiar <laughs> i'm familiar so with the like, bu student with the uh, nice mercedes they're uh they're kind of the worst they're loud and obnoxious and uh, i got home i think did i tell you guys how i got home the other uh after the UFC fights a couple weekends ago, and there's a fist fight in my lobby. You did not. Yeah, there was like a gaggle of college students. We'll say like 40 of them. A gaggle? A gaggle. What did the guys sound uh, like? Show us the gaggle uh, sound. One blackout dude just started a fist fight. And I was like, sweet, I live in a college dorm, and I pay way too much. When I was an RA back at UMass Amherst, uh, I was an RA in one of the party buildings, and I had to break up. Not I couldn't call it a fight. It was a domestic disturbance. There was a really drunk, probably not blackout, but probably close to blackout drunk dude. And he was trying to pick a fight with uh, his like ex-girlfriend and this dude who I, I would assume now they were probably like, it was one of those love triangle kind of things. Probably married now with kids. Well, that too. But anyway, this guy being belligerent um, broke a glass, you know, like from the dining hall, he just walked out with a glass. It was like one of those dining hall glasses shattered on the, elevator lobby it was a tower and uh i was trying to get him to like which calm. tower at umass where was it uh washington 
<laughs> one of the one I've of the in, Southwest towers. I've been in Washington before. <laughs> really, that was an RA. Yeah. That was the twenty-first uh, floor RA. Uh, anyway, my friend, my friend lived on. 20 or 21. I'm trying to remember which 21. one. 21. Uh, it'd be 21. 20 was 20 is a female for. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this was, jeez. Unless your friend was a female. Anyway. This is like eight years ago, probably. So it's been a so, while. So, yeah. So, um, anyway, I, I was like trying to get this guy to calm down. It was like, I'm going to call the cops if you don't like chill. And he was like, ooh, like wouldn't have it. And then eventually he started picking up the glass that he had broken and just like putting it into his cupped hand. And he had this pile of glass in his cupped hand. And of course he was drunk. So he wasn't doing it carefully. And it, of course, like eventually, like after, you know, 10 seconds of doing this, it started gushing blood out of his hand. And I'm like, of course, well, fuck, <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Like, I literally told you not to start doing that because you're going to cut yourself and then you cut yourself. And now I have to call the cops. Like, are you happy? Is this what you want? He's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm like, all right, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> have you seen Blue Mountain State? Have I seen what? There's a show called, well, it used to be a show called Blue Mountain State or BMS. No, no, I haven't seen that. It's hilarious. It's stupid, but it's funny. But there's a bit that they do where this guy is trying to get out of a fight. And how he gets out of the fight, he goes, goes the other dude who's like bigger than me goes, I'll trick you off. I'll trick you off with both hands. So it sounds like. <laughs> Did that work? You c- It seemed to. Wow. What a win so, Wow. So next time, uh, next time you, you run into a scenario like that. Say you want to go back to your glory days of being an RA, re-enroll in school. I probably won't. Now you know how to avoid confrontation. Dissolve the fight, yeah. I know of a, I know of a few strategies of uh, dissolving fights. What else? Take your clothes that's, off that's and run, not, run at them? That's not one of them. No, like real ones. Oh, Eagle Scout. Well, what are they? Um, one of them is to stare at them and uh, make no movements or uh, and make no movements and say nothing. And eventually they'll just get like creeped out and bored and walk away. Basically, you just basically stare at them and be unresponsive. That sounds like a 50 50 kind of deal. What depends yeah. on how crazy they like, are. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you that know, what? fuck like you, you crazy now. That would just piss them off more. But like, you're not supposed, you're not, the, the, it's very tactical. Like, you, you gotta not do a, a creepy stare. Not like a, I'm gonna fucking kill you stare. A, not like not a one sensual, of those. I'm gonna fuck it's, you stare. No, it's like, it's like the most poker face you can make and just. Basically, make it clear, like I'm he's not gonna a say, face, guys. You know, for those at home, he's making a face right now. Just I'm like gonna, I'm, it's making me. I'm, I'm walking away. I'm done. You yeah, wins. you just make the face. You know, like it's kind of a combination between a poker face and a really face. Really, like really, like really. You just kind of make that face at them and uh, don't say anything. And eventually, they'll just keep. They'll keep saying things. They probably won't escalate. Um, and eventually, they'll probably leave. But, um. You can also there's a there's one that's um, more effective or more shared and spread among uh, females who are uh, worried f- or concerned for their safety uh, in public when they're alone or when they're on a bus or whatever it is. Uh, it goes under the principle of be we- be weird, be rude, stay alive. That's like the mantra. And a, uh, be weird, be rude, stay alive. Um, because a lot of like people get in trouble or a lot of times you, a girl can make a situation worse, worse for herself by like being too polite and like not ending, yep. you know, if you're just rude to the dude and like, they can't, it, there's a, well, it's, it's situational, you know, you don't want to like be rude to someone who's aggressive and crazy. Um, but if somebody is like trying to flirt with you, if you're just rude to them, they don't want to flirt with you anymore and they're not being aggressive. They're just being too flirty. Just be rude to them. What if that's her fetish though? Is someone being rude to them? 
I mean, you, that's the weird part. So you got to be weird, be rude. Like, so you like got to kind of do both. Be rude and be like a cat lady. Yeah, almost. yeah, exactly. So, yeah, uh, what, gotcha. if, what if the dude's into weird and rude girls? Like, what if that's their thing? Well, this will work in most of the situations. I think most guys <laughs> aren't into that. Um, if the guy, <laughs> if the guy's being creepy is into weird, rude people, I guess just, you know, do a victory screech from SpongeBob. You know? Jeez. Just, just yell. Just like, <laughs> until they leave, you know? Make a really annoying loud noise and just, you know, what act was, like a act like a, a a lime bicycle that got kicked over. What was the what was the craziest thing you had to deal with as an RA? Like, what was the single craziest incident? Uh, well, one of I mean, the probably the one of the craziest was that dude who I had to call the cops on because he wouldn't stop picking up broken glass. Um, that's that's definitely a weird one. That was that was up there. Um, man, it's been like it's been like seven years. It's hard to remember. Write a book. <sighs> Write a yeah. memoir. Yeah. Or five five years. Yeah. Tales um, of an RA. I mean, he was my RA. I could I could <laughs> probably if I thought about it for long enough, I could think of a ton of crazy stories that other people told me. Uh, a lot of a basic most I mean the the like base level of it is just guys being gross and weird and crazy. Chads. Yeah, yeah. Just people being belligerently drunk and aggressive and fighting each other and that's like the most common thing. How often? I'm sure there, there, there are people like there was a, there, I know a couple stories about like people who had to like throw away or confiscate a ridiculous amount of either alcohol or drugs. And they're like, okay, well I don't know what to do with this very large amount of drugs and alcohol. So they would either like call the R, the, the RD or the resident director. Did anyone ever scream world star? No. Okay. Just curious. Cause that's around time frame. World star. Was Were the you ever there when happened. the Patriots won a Super Bowl? I was there when the Red Sox won the World Cup, actually. Oh, the World Cup? The World Cup? <laughs> Is it the World Cup? You get a lot of goals? What's it called? World Series? World, World Series. Series. Sorry. I was there when the Red Sox won the World, <laughs> the World Cup. The fucking Harry Potter, I think, right? The World Cup? Anyway. Same um, thing, you know? Same thing. Is it Harry Potter? I don't know. Uh, yeah, they won the World Series. And um, yeah, there was a riot. A huge, huge riot. Um, yeah, it was in the uh, World... It was, <clears throat> there was a riot. I was in Southwest. There was a riot. A uh, lot of people just f- breaking stuff and throwing so ridiculous. themselves. So ridiculous. I, I, what year was, was this? A riot. Was this 2013? It, it must have been. Had to be 2013. 2013. Yeah. Yes, it was 2013. That was like the third World Series in like less than 10 years, guys. Relax. Yeah. Relax. It like. wasn't. It was unnecessary. There was another riot the next year, I think, when the Patriots won the Super Bowl, 2014. Yeah. There was another riot then, too. Wow. I think it was, Kids. I think mm, maybe people weren't there. It might've been during winter break. No, it's no, it Super have Bowls been. in first weekend of February. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Anyway. Yeah. Crazy shit. That's how to deescalate a situation. You, you had, weird. you had some people fighting in the lobby of your building. This perfect. is good to know. So you want to move. Perfect. Tips, yeah. tips and tricks. Yeah. You should tell your neighbors they this, w- Derek. Yeah. Maybe we should uh, rebrand the podcast to like a, a tips and tricks podcast. <laughs> Are we real tips and tricks or are we like joke tips and tricks? Jokes. Always Those the jokes. Joke tips and tricks. Pro tip. You want to make a bet on a sport? You uh, How do you sports bet, Grayson? <laughs> I really want to do you, it. You take your hand and you take a sun visor. You know, the plastic clear ones with the no top on the hat. It's just the visor. Yeah. You just you like you a, rub a, that a, like a lamp. Wears, yeah. You rub it like a lamp until the genie comes out. And then you pay him in fish scales. And uh, eventually he'll take the fish scales. You know what's funny? I heard 
a story today about a fish scale oven mitt. Really? Yeah. I'll have to look at you that. Know, you know, we might have to uh, to turn to our sponsor to, yeah, to hear about that. We'll look into that after. Okay. Um, Is that your week, Grayson? You threw your back out and thought about college? I threw my back out, and right now I'm thinking about <laughs> UMass. What a, what a week. I, uh, I, played, I played D&D yesterday, and uh, after we played, uh, my one of the guys in the group uh, was like, hey, do you guys, I, I brought some CBD hemp if anyone wants to smoke some. So we went outside and smoked you some You play CBD with hemp. Rob Gronkowski? It was really weird because I've smoked weed out of a bowl before, but I've never smoked just hemp out of a bowl. And it was like the... It was just below the legal definition of marijuana, so it wasn't What's the point. It didn't have this THC in it, so it didn't get you high. But it was a uh, hemp that had a high concentration of CBD, so it made you very relaxed. Oh, nice, and I smoked nice, a big nice. old fat bowl of that shit with him. I chilled with who? Sick with one of the guys from my D and D group yesterday. Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, Rob Grunt- Rob Gronkowski is in my D and D. He's group. really good at football. And D&D. He's a good rogue. For some reason, I don't think he plays D&D. He's really good at winning well, Stanley Cups. Shows what you know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Maybe you should uh, learn to learn to know Rob Gronkowski better. Yeah. I, pro- I probably should. Join my D&D group. Yeah. With I still haven't gotten the Discord invite. Yeah. So I'll send it eventually. Sure you will. I will. But yeah, great. So once the Super Bowl happens and I can Yeah, there's no rush because you can't play yet, so I'll send yeah. it I'll send it when it's the uh the time to plan the, the one you're actually going to. Yeah, once once I uh just need to be off crutches and then I'll be Gucci. Cool, cool, cool. Sick, sick, sick. Sick, 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 dope, 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 dope. You guys dope, uh sick. Cool, cool, how often you have to Starbucks? Never, what was that? Never. How often do you guys go to Starbucks? Like never. Uh, I don't go anymore. I, I have a Keurig now. Uh, when you went there, did you ever get any drinks that weren't like coffee? That weren't coffee? No. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The hibiscus ones all the time. So I started getting the uh, the dragon drink there. I love the dragon drink. It's the pink one. Oh, oh the dra- the pink dragon fruit one? Yeah, it's so good. How good was it? So good. I don't have any drops for that. That's okay. And uh, I got one. It yeah. was, no, you're supposed to say, it was so good, I cried. I got one, and lady, <clears throat> an older lady, probably in her 40s, 50s. Was it Ruth? No. Damn it. It was a customer at the oh, okay. Starbucks. and Tried to take it from you? No, was she made Starbucks? a comment. This was on Boylston Street. Is this critical in, information? In Boston? In Boston. Boston. Which one on Boylston Street? One in the library. Which one? Oh, I know that one. The um, 443? Yeah, that's the yeah, one. That's that's the one that's across the street from my office. I go there all the time. And I, uh, the time. I heard her say as I was walking out, who orders a pink drink? Listen, bitch, that's, I do. That's rude. It's fucking good. Yeah, maybe It is a really it. good drink. Did you say anything? No, I'm a, fu- I'm a coward. I didn't say nothing. I walked <laughs> I'm out. I'm a coward. I will say, normally you are, but I've seen you drunk where you, well, where not, you have a I little bit of I was not drunk uh, at Starbucks at 11 a.m. on a Sunday yeah, or Saturday. That's yeah. That's a story for another time. You probably don't even remember it. So. I do. I know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. I remember your story, too, from that night. <laughs> I'm not a coward. I probably still wouldn't have said anything, though. It's not worth it. worth it. It's not worth it. Because I was over there because I was setting up my wedding registry. Mm. Yep. They had a special. Do you have it on Amazon I, or no? I will not say the story yet, as we are not ready to share it. 
but it'll be coming out soon. Right, because all you need to know is your name in the store, right? Yeah, so yeah. I can't say the <laughs> store. You can't say the store. And uh, yeah, they let us go in there on a special uh, wedding registry private event where other couples go in and you just know, there's no customers. You can just look around is it and the, no does pressure. Does the specific store matter or is it any store in that chain? It's like if I ask, that chain. If I ask you, like, if it's Bed Bath & Beyond, you, you can't say yes because it, it any is Bed, Bed Bath & Beyond. How dare you? It's and not. Any Bed Bath & Beyond would... It's just like, the website. Is that how it works? Yeah, oh, it's, it's just the, the website. website. Okay, okay. But yeah, they let us go in there and look at all their stuff. Why didn't you use, like, Amazon? Because Amazon is shit. What are you, you talking about? They have everything. Yeah, but you can't look By at definition. it in person. Mm, it's okay. like when you're getting a wedding register, you want to get like higher quality stuff. Oh, oh yeah. Make you, the guests spend more I'm money. Asking uh-huh, you, to spend uh-huh. it. you can combine with other people. You don't have to or you can sure, give me cash. Sure. I'm just saying, cause you're going to, when you're getting married, you want a higher quality thing. You I'm don't gonna want to give you five. I don't want Amazon basic sheets. I don't want Amazon basic plates. You don't have to get Amazon basic. I understand Amazon that basic sheets are actually really good. They are. First of all, they are actually really good. Second of all, you don't have to get them. You can put the higher quality. Yes, but I want to go see it at the store. Yeah, that's fair. I want to talk to the people who work there. That's that's fair. That's it's, it's I understand Amazon. You, do that. you could look at the reviews as well. Then, then you have to trust that that reviewer is actually a sane person. You're only looking at one review on things. What do you do? I look at the stars and how many reviews there are. You ever heard of bots? Yeah, those are bots ranking those products. It's I think Amazon is good about catching bots. Actually, Jeff Bozos is a fool. <laughs> Jeff Bozo. <laughs> Jeff Bozo doesn't know not to click on a link from Anyways, the Prime Minister of Saudi Arabia. While I was at that store and I was leaving, <laughs> you guys seen the bike hooligan gang in Boston? Wait, what, like the a bicycle? Bike, it's a bunch of kids on bicycles that run up and down like Boylston Street like during traffic. Yes, bicycles. Wow. Have you ever seen this? No. You gotta go. See. I do, however, live in Dorchester, so I have seen the moped gangs, and oh, they are shit. fucking. Hilarious. They're definitely associated with each other. They're fucking hilarious because you know the the boozer scooters. You know, yeah, the ones you don't need a license for, the ones you see like old Chinese ladies driving, and also mobs of people in Dorchester. <laughs> I see them mobbing down the street all the time, and like always, the guy in the front is doing a little wheelie. Yeah, that's the same gang. They have bicycles in there too, and sco- and like mopeds and scooters. So funny. It's like these fucking kids are insane though. It's like get the fuck out of here. They're in the middle of the road driving down it. Hey, those are their roads too, buddy. <laughs> They're not. Oh God, it's so annoying. That's, these little that's fucking the mentality. Brats, that's these the mentality. brats rolling down like. You think you're fucking cool because you're on a, t- a fucking ten speed? Get away from me! Get out of here with that ten speed. God some of damn. them have. Do some of them have a uh, motorized, like battery yes. powered bikes? Yeah, too? some of them do. Yeah. They mix and match. Oh, I bet. I want the cops to arrest them all and put them in kitty jail forever. Kitty jail <laughs> forever and to never be seen again. Oh so wait, God. do you not like them? I'm confused. <laughs> no, I, he loves I hate them. these Gen Z fucks. He is one. <laughs> Loki. This is his front. Yeah, no, yeah, he was moonlighting as the leader of a scooter gang. Yeah, this is just my cover, guys. I fucking hate him. Just kidding. Speak, speaking of hating note. people, oh wow, and just I love hating people. What's up? Have you guys seen the new Curb? No, no, I don't watch Curb. I love Curb, but just I don't watch. I think we talked just because Larry, Larry hates everyone. So well, Derek hates. Uh, I mean, Grayson hates Curb. So I don't hate Curb. I don't like the humor. I'm not really a funny person, so I just oh don't get God. it. I don't mind the humor. Where's, I would just rather watch other things. Where's the slapstick? Where, where, where are the grotesque, raunchy jokes? Where's I, the Jed Apatow humor? I typically don't like comedy unless it's highbrow. Unless it makes me think. We've been over this. Yeah, because you're so intelligent. I am. You're like, you're like Donald Trump Jr., <laughs> fucking 180 high Q. Ooh, does he? I don't believe I that. I think Eric said that on that, Twitter. That I think he's 160. That definitely I think he's like a 160 no IQ. That can't That's be right. Nice. He's definitely not. Really? That's definitely a lie. Because people with those IQs say it all the time to people, so I don't know. He probably took an IQ test by that hack quack doctor that <laughs> Trump goes to. He doesn't have dementia. He's cool. Anyways. 
Have you you saw those videos? Yeah, yeah, you sent yeah. me those videos on yeah. Twitter of him uh, having a shoulder spasm and tripping over his words during mm-hmm. a rally. Drugs are really bad. No kids. Don't do, don't do <laughs> don't, uppers. Don't do drugs. Don't do fucking Adderall uppers. All that kind of shit. He's, he's Wait, he was up. tripping over what? There was a video that Vinny sent me on Twitter of Trump at a rally, and he's um his right shoulder jerks forward as in a twitch, and then he stumbles over the word Christmas. I think. It was or board. criminals, criminals. criminals, trying to say the word criminals. And he goes, crib, look, 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 you can play oh, it on look. your phone right now. Oh yeah. You know what? I probably will. I'm paired. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can play it on your phone. I'm going to play it right now. Uh, here it is. Shelter, criminal, look, look, wait. And shelter, criminal, look, look, wait. And shelter, criminal, look, look, wait. The thing is though, in the video is, is right, his right shoulder twitches at the same time. When he's, when he goes, go, 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 his shoulder twitches. Yeah, he's not healthy anyways. It's, it's creepy. Anyways, oh, do you hear the news? The Middle East is for sale. Oh, this is also the, that phenomena is called anacoluthon. Perfect. When, uh, when it's a type of like brain disorder. Yeah, whatever. Or it's a symptom Great. of, Good it's a him. symptom that happens when you have certain brain Couldn't happen to a better guy. Anyways. The Middle is, East. How is the Middle? What? The Middle East and Central Square is for sale for like 40 oh, or 70 oh, million. Oh, I thought you meant the actual Middle East. Yeah, the whole entire area is Yeah, for sale. I was going to say, what is the joke? What is the punchline of this? No, yeah, yeah. The Middle East, like, the Middle club. East, bar, the club, but yeah, in, in, in Central, Central Square, Square. Is for square is for sale. Same and uh, it sold last in 2014 for like, I think, 14 you mean to, million. Do you mean the whole thing as is to new management? Or what does that mean for this, like, the sale? Like, they can do whatever. I think they, it's all for sale. The I'm business, assuming they the could, business and land is for sale. I'm assuming whoever buys it could keep it as is or I think they're going to tear new. it down and build well, a condos and apartments. Probably. That's what they Fuck, did. I fucking hate that. But they want I like love the Middle East. They want like $40 million dollars for it. Take down the Middle East. I think they just want to see if they can get the money for it. Place sucks though. You know what? There's no pop punk. You know what? As mad as mad as I am about that potentially happening, I have to say, if I owned the Middle East and thought I could get forty million for it, I'd probably try to sell it. Yeah, during this rush of uh, yeah, of new people coming to sell, the city. Yeah. Sell while the housing market is booming, even if the housing market boom is contributing to uh, higher housing prices. Mm. Anyway, I, I also ordered. My I hate save them, the but dates. I can't. I can't blame them. Ooh, save the dates. Yeah, so you'll be on your save the dates pretty soon. Yay. Hopefully so, it gets that's to me. exciting. I don't really trust the. Oh, on, on the invitations, Grayson, and the the pamphlets for the for the for the for the wedding. Do you want your full name or do you want just Grayson? You can put Grayson. You don't want Edward. Oh no no! Don't put Edward. Why? That's your that is your full name, and this yeah, is but you're God. not yeah, but you're not the IRS or or the Department of Transportation, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but you'll be before God. Yeah, c- c- come on. This I'll is, be before God. God. I'm getting married. Well, you're going to be in the church with me, so I've been in a church before. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That doesn't. I, you, don't, you don't need to declare your real name when you enter a church. Like you, it's like a lie detector. You're not allowed That'd to enter so your disguise. The, the groups we get up. I declare thee, Grayson. Oh, I'm on fire now because I used the wrong name. It's definitely not how it works. Oh, okay. I'm just asking. It was just a question. Just a question for you. I think uh, it might be time. To uh, oh, to, our special guest. to take a break and move to our uh, to our sponsor. We have a sponsor this week. Yeah, and uh, when we come back from our break or advertisement, we're gonna have yeah. a special guest with us on the phone. Do you want to um, sign off for now, Derek, or do you want to stay on? Yeah. Now I'll, I'll sign off. I have stuff to do. Okay. Um, All right. You're gonna miss our I'll special guest. Enjoy your end. I'll be back in full capacity in a week or two. All right. Bye bye. Bye. And now a word from our sponsors.
Hi, it's me, Tom Cruise, and I'm here to tell you about a very special product. And joining me today is Academy Award nominee, Bradley Pitt, to talk about this life-changing product. Hi, Brad. How are you? I'm good, Tom. Happy to be here and very excited to talk with you about big, bass fish scale oven mitts. These oven mitts are made of pure fish scales and can withstand temperatures of 75 degrees. Wow, that's great. These oven mitts are also a great value and are very comfortable to wear. Did you know that fish scales are the most comfortable objects on the planet? What? I just can't help keep my hands out of these mitts. <laughs> when I'm filming a movie, I always have the director telling me to get my hands out of these mitts. And the best part of this is they are available to purchase at any major online retailer and can be yours for the low, low price of $89.99. But wait, Tom, there's more. As a special thank you to this podcast's listeners, we are offering a buy one, get one special. Use coupon code slightly biased at checkout to get a second pair for free. Wow. wow. And now back to the slightly biased podcast. And we're back with our special guest. Grayson, do you want to introduce our guest? Boy, that was a great suite of products we have with us here. My father, Tedward. Live from Austria? Live from Austria. My gosh. Through the power of the internet. Amazing. Live from Austria. Hey, everybody. Nice to uh, be, uh, be invited to join. Thanks a lot. And yes, it's late here in Austria. It's uh, about, uh, I guess, about 1240, midnight 40, uh, six hours ahead of the East Coast. Six plus six hours. If it's 6 p.m., it is midnight there. Math, love it. Or if it's noon here, it's 6 p.m. there. Math. You're getting pretty good at doing the math. Yeah, uh, that's like the easiest math. Anyway, I think we have some uh, some questions for you. Do you have any uh, any intro for us? You want to tell us how your week was or anything like that? Quick update. Your bio. Ooh, how'd you get to Austria? Oh yeah. Sorry, say again. Just like a bio, like how'd you get to Austria, stuff like that, etc. Oh boy. Um... You are going to learn a little bit, maybe get a little bit of insight about uh, why Grayson is the way he is uh, when you hear me talk. Uh -oh. I, can't wait. I will try to keep it brief. Finally, some answers. Um, oh, let's gosh. see. So I, I grew up Army brat. My dad was career uh, Army helicopter pilot and project manager, program manager in helicopter area. Um, and so we moved all over the place. Uh, after graduating from UMass Amherst, which is also Grayson's alma mater, mm -hmm. I, I took two years, went to Japan. Uh, taught English on the jet program over there. Um, Grayson's mother, my now ex-wife, uh, joined me for part of that. And um, we came back after a couple of years. Uh, let's see, what did we do then? Um, got into high tech. Uh, did, uh, I, was, I trained to be a teacher, so that was cool, but uh, it didn't really translate to what I wanted to be doing. And so I got into customer service, technical support. Um, moved to Germany for a couple of years for a company called Dragon Systems, one of the seminal speech recognition technology firms. Oh, yeah. So I started kind of, you know, kind of get the theme of moving around a lot, um, you know, uh, living overseas. I, I speak Japanese and German uh, as well as a, a little bit of English, as you can hear. And uh, By far yeah, so then um, with all that background, <laughs> all that background experience, I. Um, um, after uh, Grayson's mother and I were divorced, uh, uh, I met uh, my now Austrian wife um, on a business trip over here to Austria. Gerlinda. And um, Gerlinda, yes, her name is Gerlinda. Not Geraldine, not Gertrude. You'd be surprised at the misspellings. 
you see. And um, anyway, so we, uh, she came to the States for a while because I insisted on being present as my children grew up. And uh, once they were all off to their lives and careers and university, um, we moved back here to Austria at the end of 2017. With your daughter? Oh, with with uh, Grayson's half-sister, uh, our baby girl, our young daughter, four-year-old Liliana. I was way off. I thought Grayson you went there. Has a younger bro- I thought you I'm moved there for work, and then you met your new wife there. <laughs> I was totally off on this. Yeah, no. Okay. No, no. I was on a business trip in 2004 when I met her, and uh, oh. she actually moved to Dubai for two and a half years in the middle of that courtship. So talk about a long distance relationship. <clears throat> and we arranged our wedding while I was in the in the Boston area, and she was in Dubai, and we had a castle in Austria. That was like the first time for me leaving the country was going to your wedding in Austria. Yep. Yep. It was a good time. So that's kind of uh, how I got to where I am. I, I think uh, it was, how my week I think was? was 15. <laughs> Any questions about that? I think I was 15 when when you got married, right? I was 10 years ago yep. last year, so you were 15. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Any questions? I do have a question. Right. So what was the hardest adjustment of, you know, moving to Austria from the States? But it sounds like you lived all over the world, so you're probably pretty easy for you. You know, I like to say that. That, was, that tends to be my mantra. I've done this. I'm good at this. I'm comfortable with this. But I will say settling in for the duration, and, and we are keeping an open mind. We might retire to the U.S. I'd like to get back to the U.S. Uh, eventually. Um, but we're settled in for the duration, and that's, that's a different mindset than knowing I'm going to be here for a few years. You got cheap housing so in Florida. The hardest, part, the hardest part is leaving my, my family, my, my older children, and my uh, uh, my friends behind my support network. He cried when he said to goodbye to his here. best friend. Mm. It's a big step, you know, moving across the world. Yeah, start something. Oh, I cry! I cry! I, I, I cry at beer commercials. So. Oh yeah, cries! He cry, cries at the uh, the national anthem before the football game. So does my mom. Oh boy, we're a very emotional family. Really? Yeah. <laughs> would never would have guessed, right? <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah and, and, and more surprisingly, I'm a big tough guy, but uh, more surprisingly, my, my dad, the grizzled old colonel, uh, cries at the drop of a hat, too. So I, I, I yeah. come by it honestly. We're all very emotional. It's in our DNA. Uh, any more questions? I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> when you meet someone new, do you immediately say to them that my baby boy is an Eagle Scout? No. Wow. But I... But it is, I don't immediately say that my, my well, my baby boy, my biggest, my number one boy. <laughs> Where did you get this? I don't immediately say that. Um, but I do brag on his being an Eagle Scout a lot. He likes to brag about it. Uh, I'm very proud of that. And, and, uh, and for, well, um, I, don't, I don't wear it here, but for years and years, you know, when you're a parent of an Eagle Scout, uh, they give the dad a L pin. And I wore, wore that suits. for a long, yeah. long time. I wore it on my suit every day, and you know, people would ask me, "What's that?" And I'd say, "Well, since you ask." So he does. He does. The answer is yes. See, see, <laughs> I, I just had a feeling. You know. Yep. It's a big deal being an Eagle Scout, Grayson. I don't know if you know this or not. Thank you. When I meet someone new, I say, "Yeah, I know an Eagle Scout named Grayson." Every time. That's true. First thing I say. I'm proud of the representation. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> proud to be represented. 
answered all my questions. That was all of them? Well, he answered them through his stories. Oh, okay. Let's talk about Austria. I love talking about Austria. I've been well, to Austria. What's, what's your most, uh, the, the part, what was the question? The part of it that's the most interesting to you, I think? Yeah. What's the, the most different or the most fascinating part of Austria compared to America? Wow. Let's see. For me personally, I loved highways. That's a such, I know it's mundane. It's probably a little stupid, but I, um, I'm kind of a driving snob. I hate driving in the Boston area because people just don't follow the freaking rules. <laughs> They're all idiots. Um, and maybe because I was spoiled from living in Germany in the in the nineties, but yeah, I really, really, and it's not perfect. You know, people still drive in the middle lane sometimes, but most of the time, a large proportion of it, it's you're driving ninety miles an hour here um, safely. They do have speed limits in Austria. It's not like Germany, where parts of the autobahn do not have speed limits. Scary. Speed limit here is one hundred and thirty, which is what is that like eighty 85, something? Yeah, but you can drive. Yeah, but you can drive like 87 without any problem, without any tickets or anything. So I love that. That's that's the thing I, I probably... When you go to mundane, pass people, they just move, not very Austrian. The you know? Very nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they don't, yeah. People don't they drive don't in the left Because they, they stay out of the way. Yeah. Oh. They stay out of the way. Yeah. People, when, when anybody on the highway mm-hmm. there, when anyone's done passing, they'll move to the right so that you can pass. Yep. And, and that's one of the things that there's no, there's, there's much less ego in driving over here. I found than in the States, uh, in the U S people say, well, I'm going 70 and it's a 65. I'm already speeding. I'm going to stay in the left and I'm going to, you know, they, they feel this, I don't know, obligation to enforce the rules. And over here, it's like, you want to get a ticket, get a ticket. It's your business, not mine. <laughs> I think they have a, a, an interesting culture in Austria of, uh, like unity. I think it maybe it has to do with uh, the strength of their monoculture. Like uh, there's not really many people that have like immigrated or, or, or left or whatever in like most not, you know, besides the cities, most parts of Austria are very well, like homogenous. Yeah, if I, if I, if I may uh, correct that a little bit. Um, so the Austro-Hungarian empire for 800 lesson. plus years was, yeah, it was one of the original superpowers. It was the seat of the Holy Roman Empire, the Habsburg um, uh, monarchy, the Habsburg Empire. Um, they were extremely uh, diverse because they ruled over you know Spain and the Philippines and and even beyond that. Back to if you get back to later Austro-Hungarian Empire in the 1800s, they had Serbia, they had the Slavic. It actually is a is historically a very diverse country, although there's there's not as much brown skin as white skin here. It's, it's the city, diverse in its whiteness. That, uh-huh. that white skin is very is yeah diverse in its whiteness and culturally very diverse, uh, much more so than I'd say Germany uh, historically had been. Um, so so that said, um, do do they cooperate? Yes. They have a history of uh, cooperation between the, the labor and the management. Uh, the labor unions are very strong here, and they, they come up with agreements that serve both you know, the, the businesses and the, the workers very equitably. It, seem, it, seems like they're, it seems like they're all on the same page, that they have all agreed that they're all on the same team. Uh, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I say I say that's fair. That's a fair assessment. It's 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 one. It's consistent. I, I love it. I love it here culturally. I miss I miss you, Grayson. I miss my older kids and my, and my parents. Um, but I, I do have to say I love living here. It's a very 
very cool country with food and oh so little known facts um it's not germany i've actually had Austria's highly educated germany, people yeah. say to me yeah i've had highly educated friends in the states say is austria part of germany and no as i noticed Maybe back when germany was a bunch of warring warring tribes um you know austria was an empire but yes uh, at 38 to 45 it was a district uh, of germany Mm. Broken into districts of uh, Germany in, in World War II. Um, after the yes. Anschluss. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, it is, it is not and has not been Germany. Um, and, and so they're kind of like Canada is to the U.S. as Austria uh, is to Germany. Ah, uh, I gotcha. So, like a satellite. That's common language. <laughs> Very heavily yeah, culturally Common language. But... Yeah, and, and people say, oh, you're German. No, for God's sake, I'm not German. No, oh, you're, you're American. No, Canadians take a bit of offense to that as well. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Can- Canadians hate being called yeah, American. Oh yeah, that's how you can spot a real Canadian because they're like, <laughs> "Are you American?" And they go, "No." Okay. So, um, other little known facts. So again, it's not Germany. It's a tenth the size, kind of like uh, the the economy and the population is the tenth the size of, of Germany. So they, we kind of get overshadowed by the Big Brother to the north. It is much more conservative than Germany. It is much more Catholic, whereas Germany is more Protestant. Uh, generally, do you say but, it's more conservative? Um, it, yes, it it's, is more conservative overall than Germany. That's interesting because uh, although, it's much more the, liberal than America. Politics here would be, yeah. Uh, so the conservative party is currently the head of the government, now the right of center, you might say, and they are still going to be left of. I wouldn't say left of the Democrats, but left of like center par, in America, like par with Democrats. Yeah, their conservatives yeah, are yeah. our Democrats, so, basically, ish, or, or our moderate Democrats. It was the Democrats used to be. The Democratic Party has gone farther left these days, but so yeah, they're, they're like Demo- it's like they're like the, the Biden. The, it's like Kennedy Democrats. Yeah, oh. like like Biden Kennedy era. The, the, that's their conservative party. Is our Biden? Oh, is yeah. our oh, Biden? Yeah, their geez. conservatives are our Bidens. Yeah, they're not about to uh, abandon um, national health care, for example. They're right. not. Uh, they're not. They're, they're not talking Brexit, you know, <laughs> yeah. or, or Austrogsit, or whatever they call it. Austrogsit. Ugh, I hate that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's it's a small-ish country. It is uh, another thing people think of it as like you know the, the sound of music. The hills are alive, and the Alpine. It is two thirds of its Alpine. Uh, my, my my house is at about seventeen hundred feet altitude, but a quarter of the country lives in Vienna. Yeah. Eight point seven million people, and like two million live in Vienna. So, and Vienna is a huge plain. How so, far are you so from Vienna? It, it is. Yes, it's like an hour. Um, I drive into Vienna for work every day, and it's oh, wow. you know, Best case scenario, forty-five minutes. But, I was, you know, hour, hour, fifteen. I went to Vienna and end of twenty eighteen, and it was uh, amazing. I love Vienna. It's a great city. It's it's like the number. It's like rated like number one it city is, in the world to live in. It, it, that's right. That's right. It's, it it's consistently near near at the top, and it's pretty, if you if you like living in a city, which I don't necessarily, but I I, I love Vienna. Yeah, we had a good time, right, Grayson? Oh yeah, we had like a great time. Yeah, I, I went to stay with him for Christmas. Yeah. As the as the good as the consistent listeners would know, that's great. I'd go back. Gotta go back. Great train station. Take your honeymoon. There. Yes, great great public transit. Um, apps. Now, for all the greatness that uh, the history and the culture and the, the benefits, and I get six weeks of vacation and all that, I do pay fifty percent taxes. Oh shit! 
my income tax, and I'm and I'm not. You're wealthy. not in the upper bracket. I'm, I'm certainly, you know, upper. I, I'm I'm upper middle class, let's say, but I'm paying fifty percent income tax, and that's. <laughs> So you, 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 you get up to that level before a hundred thousand uh, euros a year. Do you kind of like a do you rent or own a home over there? We built a house. Oh wow, this is a, which, that's an interesting which, question. By the was way, that, well, like, and, the cost of real estate was yeah. there a difference? Like, is it like obviously it's like, is the land cheaper there? Yeah. We we live as I said an hour in the countryside in, in my oh, wife's man. hometown. And it's a lot less expensive than Vienna, uh, which is a crazy it's more expensive. More than here, though. But it is. It was still. It was still expensive. Oh, okay. And you're paying twenty percent sales tax on everything. Jeez. Money, 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 money. They have good bridges. That's good, after good the highways. Good tax. everything. Like, good healthcare. Like everything must be good. Good then. hospitals. <laughs> yeah, but it, it. Well, okay. Yeah, we, we won't get into that necessarily <laughs> in terms of debating it. But fiscal uh, policy. It, the healthcare is the healthcare is universal. It is not necessarily the same customer service or quality. I would say it's not necessarily as good as the best American healthcare. But not all Americans get the best American healthcare. Yeah, yeah. All <laughs> Austrians get this healthcare, and it's it's, it's on know, average the fat metal. It's better. Yeah. Yeah, n- yeah, not not every not every city in the world can be can have Boston Medical Center. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> true. Bo- Boston is like the the number um, one city in the world for for hospitals. Yeah, there's a bunch of them, and like no, I mean, like space. in terms of, in terms of quality of care and like range of options, there's mm-hmm. no city in the world that has a better selection than Boston. So I said at the beginning of the call that you probably learned a little bit about why Grayson. Is the, the way he is, uh, and I do uh, apologize for rambling on and talking over you. No, this so, is encouraged. No, this is this is this is a this is the norm. This is perfect. <laughs> Perfectly for part. I mean, you uh, so listen to the pod, I, so I do. I do. So, and, yeah, and, I, and, I, and I bite my tongue sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I text you. <laughs> wow, good to know. All right, um, getting some getting some I'm, roasting. I'm joke. Oh, come on, come on. You know, you know, it's all, it's all from love. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, love this guy. Love you, man. Uh, so, so uh, Austria coffee, coffee culture. Is- they do. They have really good yeah. coffee there. Yeah, I've had their espresso. They have like a, they have a menu. Uh, and the, uh, they have coffee house culture. They call it, and it is a thing. I'm and still you, just kind and of. You have a couple coffee. And you sit there for hours talking. You know, religion and politics and philosophy. It's very cool. I'm having um, a, I'm having a moment right now, normal. dreaming about the coffee there. Yeah. It's so good. Mm, what do you mean? Fucking so, donuts and, right and, there. It's the same thing. Oh, <laughs> doesn't compare. They do actually have Starbucks here, believe it or not. I don't know who goes there except for the tourists. I went to a Starbucks when I was um, there. That helps. Because <laughs> I knew what was on the menu. I could just order it, be done. It's a little slice of home. <laughs> Uh, wine. They're very big on wine, although, you know, Germany is beer. Yep. Austria definitely drinks a share of beer, but they are big in the wine scene, wine bars, wine cafes. Uh, they make a lot in the southern and southeastern part of Austria. You know, they have a big wine region. Really, really good wine here. And, but they don't export much of it to the U.S. They drink it all. When, oh, when, good for them. When uh, I went over to visit, we went to a wine cave. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we also we went to a wine cave and then we got kicked out of the wine cave because we didn't have reservations. Oh. Yeah, 
They let us buy Classic bottles of wine. Americans just barging in. I get it. They let us buy some of the wine. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, got a couple of bottles. That was good. Uh, yeah, so let's see. Um, they are part, uh, a core part of the European Union and the economic zone and the Schengen zone. But in order to get the USSR to back their troops out in 1955, they are uh, constitutionally, militarily neutral. They're not a member of NATO. Interesting. Could they just join? I I think they'd have to change the laws. I, 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 I they could do that. Was, <laughs> That's the thing you can do. I thought it was encoded in their law, but they won't. They they, they actually they're very they, they really like being neutral. Why even have a uh, and it's why defense? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, if you look at the history of Europe, this last not even hundred years, what seventy five years, uncharacteristically war, peaceful. <laughs> uncharacteristically peaceful <laughs> and that's even you know that's not even counting uh the yugoslavian war which was like 20 years ago are you are you implying there there will soon be an, a new era of combat in the european front i hope not. i'm implying that one should one should not be myopic yeah it could happen you know they never know it could just erupt it into war at any time has <laughs> Yeah, my, my wife disagrees with me. She she said, well, we don't, at one point, anyway, she disagrees. She said, we don't really need a military. We're not, you know, we're, we're never going to have another war in Europe. Right. But I just, I, I almost choked on my coffee. You never know. There, like, I mean, you never know. The, the main purpose of modern, like, first world country militaries today is peacekeeping in other countries. What if there is an emergency? Like Iraq, a disaster, Syria, they need a military to help them. Libya, Lebanon, Palestine, all of, that's where all of our troops are. They're in the Middle East. Yeah. Now, 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 Vinny, you make a very interesting point. Um, I try. So right now, uh, we just have we have a new government and we have a new government in place here in Austria. Uh, the old one was a center right, far right coalition in the parliamentary system, and that broke down when the far right had a big scandal for um, selling power, basically. So it sounds Go familiar. Figure. Um, Never heard of that so before. The, um, Weird. There was a new election held. The center right won the plurality again, but they did not win an absolute majority, so they have to rule in coalition. They have to make a compromise with other parties. Since they basically um, were not going to go back into coalition with the second biggest party, the far right. They went into coalition, and they won't go into coalition with the quote Democrats, the left, the socialists. Too much bad blood. Because they just will never do that. They won't get bad blood. But they went into coalition with the Greens. The more liberal than liberal. And if party. you don't know what the Greens are, it's like it sounds. They're the far left party. They're the Bernie Sanders party. It's so funny that the center right skipped over the middle left and went to the far left. Yes. Yeah. So to that end, uh, one of the things that, that now the, the defense minister, the new defense minister, who the new defense minister who I met the other night because I was at a ball at the military academy. Ooh. Oh, by the way, they're big on balls here. Well ball then. Um, yeah. At, at the cotillion. Um, so uh, she's she is center right. She's People's Party, but um, the Green Party was negotiating the terms of how they would govern together. And what they want, they're, they're saying, is that we shouldn't have military equipment and tanks and airplanes and helicopters anymore. They don't have much of it anyway. They want to get rid of them. We shouldn't have that at all. We should focus on focus on cybersecurity and rely on our allies to protect us militarily. And I'm like, Oh, bad idea. I mean, yeah, that's not like they can hold you hostage essentially <laughs> at that point. Like true, true. You think they should have nukes? <laughs> no, no one should have nukes. <laughs> no one should have nukes. 
Well, then you, you do get that MAD. The what? Mutually, Mutually assured, destruction. assured destruction. Oh, that's cool too. Yeah, yeah. I'm on with that. that yeah. Uh, anyway, so, so that, not to get too deeply into that politics, I thought that was very interesting. What you said. This is, this podcast know, um, politics. No. On, and what they said <laughs> is it should be focused on cybersecurity and um, and specifically to your point, Vinny, um, uh, handling national emergencies, weather emergencies, things like that. Uh, mm. As as the the listeners and you might know, Vinny is actually in the U.S. military. Yes, Air yes. National Guard. So What's thank up? Thank you for your service. Thank you. I'll be I'll be, I'll thank be you for and say that. Yeah. Oh well, hey, you know, I did my. I, I worked that was hard your on contribution. <laughs> your contribution was me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you know, as my as my father said, my children are my immortality. Ooh, that, they, they well are put. Perpet- perpetuate our, our our both genetic and cultural material as we for better or worse <laughs> yeah uh yeah so Vinny is air national guard uh correct reserve ang nice so what do you Reserves do for the ang telecommunications computers cool do you go down to like otis for that or where, yep, where do you go been there oh been to otis been to yeah. westfield i have a I have, I, have, I have a very good friend who does very secret things in notice. <laughs> oh. Ooh, scandal. Scandal. <laughs> Secrets. Yeah. Anyway, um, so great. Uh, uh, um, we, Grayson, yeah, you might know we have a long tradition of service in our family. I'm deaf and Grayson's not interested in it. Uh, his brother served. I, 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 I get both sides of it. Um, but uh, hopefully, but this is the first time since 1958, there's not a Kempster in active duty uniform. Oh yeah, because Devin didn't re-enlist since his brother got out. Yeah. He he was enlisted for four years and he chose mm-hmm. not chose not to re-up. Mm-hmm. Let's uh let's if we if you don't mind let's pivot. Uh, I wanted to get your your hot takes on some some current uh some current topics. What do you think the uh what do you think of the coronavirus? Do you think this is a big deal or is this a bunch of nothing? Ooh, good, good one. <clears throat> He's seen a lot in his life. Yeah, and 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 you and you know me well enough to know that I have an opinion. <laughs> yeah, about everything. Um, <laughs> it's the right podcast for it. We're all slightly biased. What's, what's what's that? What's that? Yeah, I am slightly opinion? biased. <laughs> uh, on the one hand, uh, so anyway, uh, no hands here. I think uh, if you look at the numbers, we have we, despite the fact that we actually have vaccines, which I often don't get for the flu we still have thousands and thousands tens of thousands of deaths annually from that um that that's we become numb correct me if i'm wrong the fact that we have a virus that kills us on a regular basis now correct correct me if i'm wrong but the 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 flu virus is seasonal uh, the flu vaccine is seasonal because there are constantly new strains being created that's what's dangerous about the flu right yes yes because science and evolution, Science. yes. Well, I mean, that's kind of so that's just kind of nature they, trying to fuck us. That's just nature being like, well, "Hey, that, you that, thought you were cured of this, absolutely. but fuck you, we're gonna mix it up." Your guns. Well, that, that's the nature of viruses. Yeah, they're they're volatile like that, right? They evolve. Yeah, absolutely. So, so we and every year we have a new uh, one that tries to knock down a couple of the major strains. They can't make a bazillion different. They could make a bunch of fire, uh, but then they'd never get the the shots out to people. Anyway, Too many vaccines. so the flu 
and it's you know that 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 that's already there, and we already have a way of dealing with it, and it still kills a bunch of people. The coronavirus. Um, anytime a, a virus jumps from animal to human is scary. That's what HIV mm-hmm. came from. Oh yeah, um, yeah it's going to be kind of unpredictable and a little bit. So, so I, I'm concerned about the coronavirus. I'm not panicking about it. It's a, you know, it seems to be taking the, over the, the, China. You know the definition of what's the difference between between concern and panic? Can hope? I tell a dirty joke? <laughs> I don't know. Hope. <laughs> you don't, yeah, you don't have the, to tip the joke is, panic. Is, no, uh, concern is the, the first time you can't do it the second time. Uh, panic is the second time you can't do it the first time. Mm. You can cut that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it anyway, so it's fine. Uh, yeah, so probably not a big Maybe? issue. Okay. Well, should, should. Um, wait, I would say it's, it, it, it merits our attention and, and precaution. I think it's, it's getting blown way out, uh, out of proportion. I heard that uh, Tesla donated uh, like $5 million to the uh, the local CDC equivalent in that region of China. Wouldn't it be safe to say, though, that we don't know how bad it is in China, since China's probably not giving us all the facts anyway? I mean, yeah, the interesting thing is that we're getting numbers at all. Yeah, I have heard rumor that it is way worse in China. It's got to be way worse, like... There's no, there's no doubt that they're underreporting or that they're lying because I mean they're China. That's what they do. Because they don't want to look weak, right? You know, it is the position of right. the Soviet government that a nuclear meltdown is not possible in the USSR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the latest death toll right. in China is only two thirteen. I think it's way higher than that. No, well, I heard a uh, seven hundred death. Yeah, uh, either death infected. Or, it might have been infected. They're building a new hospital for this to handle this virus. Yeah, yeah. Like, they said they would build the hospital in yeah, four I, months. I think, I think less than four. It was like two weeks. Two weeks. Build a yeah, they build like a hospital that. in two weeks. I believe it. They could do it. Oh yeah, they're nonstop. I think the really scary thing about it is that it, you know it's not like you can just you know get to the hospital, get some Tamiflu, and get better. I mean, people, you, know, you get this, it's a good chance you're not going to make it. So that's, I guess that's, even though it's a better than fifty-fifty survival, maybe I don't. We don't know. But um, that's the scary part. We don't know. It's the uncertainty and the, the lack of knowledge. So, what, yeah, that's scary. What do you think about the uh, the debate that you might not actually know about, but the debate between astronomers and uh, technology moguls regarding the Starlink Internet satellite constellation that is being built by uh, SpaceX? Are you familiar with that debate? You know that I have a very, very tender spot in my heart for stargazing. Are you familiar um, with this debate? I, I, I love lying out on the dock on Lake Winnipesaukee and looking up and watching the stars, watching, and even you know, in, in more recent years, watching the satellites go by. But, um, so I'm not a big fan. Are you familiar with the, with the, the sides of this debate? I'm, um, my understand so so not not entirely. I, I understand that there's a, there's an array of satellites that's going up or gone up. So the, that is the, um, going to cause a problem with stargazing. Yeah. And so they could be and they could do like they could arrange them to do advertising. Advertising. Oh, I don't know about that, but uh, there. So the the crux of it is that um, right now we have um, internet satellites that can provide internet services to people around the world. The caveat of the existing system is that they are all geostationary 
um, satellites. Yeah. So, which means that they have to be really, really far away. They're like a hundred times mm-hmm. farther away than the ISS. The ISS is about 150 miles yes. up. They're like a thousand miles up. Um, so they're in a right. geosynchronous orbit, which means that they are very far away. And the range, um, the, the delay, the latency on those satellites is such that they're not practical for everyday use. These are, these are more for like extremely low uh, bandwidth applications like uh, airplanes pinging home mm-hmm. or... Uh, like packets from weather sensors that are just like a single, like one or two okay. packets. So the existing global yep. satellite, and, and also you have to point a dish at the point in the sky, right? So that's the other restriction. Um, the new system that that te- that SpaceX is trying to build uh, would be instead of dozens of, like or a dozen satellites, the, it would be hundreds of satellites. The satellites would be very small. They would orbit lower than or at or lower the than the altitude of the space station. So the very low orbit, very fast orbit, uh, and it would be a network of them interconnected all over the globe in the, on the on the scale of hundreds of satellites in the constellation. Uh, the benefit of this is that it's very high bandwidth because they're very close, and because there's so many of them, there is built-in redundancy. So you get high bandwidth. Um, would, there be like, in, would there be like cell switching? So you're yes. using one as it flies over and yes. then the next one flies over. Kind of like a cell towers that but the, the towers move instead of right, car. Right, exactly. Um, so that would that is the idea of the system. You put enough satellites into a constellation where they are close enough to the ground that you get um, cell switching between the satellites. Uh, the receiver and transmitters are about the size of a pizza box. They're using a very cool directional um radio transmitter antenna array that is crazy science about how it works. It's, it looks like a pizza box. It is a directional uh, focused radio mm-hmm. connection. I don't know how it works, but it's like cutting edge radio science on how to bend the radio waves to point as the satellite flies overhead with a solid state transmitter still being able to bend the radio waves and point at the satellite. Very, very cool technology. I mean, the re- not, the receiver not, is about the size of a pizza box. What? The, re- the receiver itself, there's no satellite dish. The receiver itself is about the size of a pizza box yep. on the ground. You buy one of these and you will get enough bandwidth to support like a building. And what's the price on these receivers? Have there, have, been, there hasn't been any is it pricing. A lo- is it yet. a lower? There has not been any pricing nothing? yet. No. And there's no, is there a subscription fee to this or you just this buy would, the receiver? This would be a monthly thing. This would be a monthly internet service to replace your cable or fiber service. They haven't, they haven't, which I would love because our, our service out here in the countryside. Yeah, exactly. So the idea behind this is to bring high bandwidth to the world, reliable internet to the entire world. Every single square inch of the world would have immediately high bandwidth internet. And how many star users are there in the world? Every single village in Africa would would instantly, every single village in Africa would instantly have high broadband internet. If you could connect, you'd, you'd need one of these, one of these you, for the you, whole village. You spend so much time thinking about whether or not you can do something. You don't stop to think about whether or not you should. Well, think about the quality of life that would be improved to every single person on the planet, including people well, in cool Utah and in, in the mountains of Montana who have never had, they, they, they're on dial up still. Yeah. You know? I'm for us. I'm all for this. Like, okay, the, so, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe the Utah and the mountains of Montana, but I think it's a little, what? okay. Shall I say, um, paternalistic to say that every African village wants internet access, but you know, I, I think it, it is a force multiplier in the likelihood of them succeeding in life. 
Totally. If they want to join, this is this they, is, they by, might the caveat, this, is a too. this is a globalist I mean, perspective. Do they this have is, the, you know, even have a computer? Like that's what it comes down to next. They can now. Maybe yeah. they maybe they've never just been able to. Think how it could transform their lives. Just even access to YouTube, right. essentially. Yeah, you could and get, like learning to do think, things. Think about the incredibly intelligent sixteen-year-olds that are creating good content in America now. Now expand that possibility, that that ability to lift yourself out of poverty. Just through the internet, just through making YouTube videos, through making TikToks, you not can, even that. You can it's give like, those. You can give that possibility to expand to clever, intelligent people who don't currently have the capability I to break out. I remember reading like an article a few years back about a guy who just like learned to build like a windmill or something just, for, he, for his yeah, village he was by like, reading a book. Yeah, he was like building imagine, cell phones, at, building no, videos yeah. and stuff. Building water pumps and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they can learn on YouTube how to do that. How it would transform awesome. their lives. Exactly, that's the entire awesome, internet. And that's great. And and at the same time. Uh, you guys have ever seen the movie The Gods Must Be Crazy? No, I haven't seen that. I've heard of it, never seen and it. You should see that. It, it, it's kind of boring uh, compared to modern, right, more modern movies. Back, back in the early 80s, I think it came out. Yeah. But it's basically like a Coke bottle falls out of an airplane over an African village. And, and this guy's like, what the hell? The is Gods this? Must and, Be Crazy. Know, yeah. Opens his, okay. Yeah, right. Exactly. I get the premise. So, um, the, my, my point being that. I love technology. You love technology. We all. Uh, this wouldn't be possible. What we're currently doing wouldn't even it. be remotely possible without I, technology. <laughs> agreed. And which I love. And I love seeing your face and talking to you, uh, you know, across the way, uh, the, the miles and, and with my parents. But it, I, I just don't want to be so arrogant as to say my way is the right way. And, and to, just to presume that people who have other lives and other ways and cultures, um, I, I don't want to presume that they don't want technology. I don't want to presume that they do. It, it's nice that they might have it, it available, but option. you also have to look at the, you know, yeah, you also have to consider the prime directive, which isn't really a thing. I know it's science fiction, but, uh, you know, interfering with another culture. Uh, they don't have to buy the receivers. Presenting <laughs> them with things. Can, they don't have can, to buy the interference. Internet. They don't have to buy them. I'm going to give them to them. Yeah, I'm going to give it to them. Go fund me. You can't put that genie back in the bottle. Oh, no. The people in Africa will learn. They're going to tweet <laughs> things. No. Oh, no. <laughs> well, again, I don't want to presume either way. So it, but just be consider the unintended consequences of any of these things. So the obvious one, back to your question, uh, I don't want to fuck up the night sky. Uh, can I say that on, that, on this? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, you can swear. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the, ob, the obvious okay. counterpoint is uh, there are astronomers that are saying this will ruin uh, uh, telescope observations. This will ruin uh, long-term exposure. Terrestrial. Uh, but there are, uh, there are interesting, you know, there are points on, uh, t on SpaceX's side about how they are making an effort to work with astronomers uh, and see what they can do to augment the existing satellites in such a way that it will mm -hmm. minimally interfere uh, with uh, s stargazing and astronomy. Um, and the this, other thing, the other thing is, 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 is this array of, of satellites. Um, it, it, who who owns it? Uh, the company SpaceX would own the constellation. They would provide internet service as a paid service to customers. Right. So, um, uh, monopoly for starters. And no then, one else is doing uh, this. Well, there are other companies. Government will come in. 
government will come in and, and say, well, you know, you shouldn't have a monopoly on this and we will, they don't, um, we'll, we'll, we're, we're going to take it over and socialize it. So, so this it, is an interesting point, that, And I've thought just, about this a lot. <laughs> this is, this is an interesting point. Um, there, do you remember that scene in Iron Man where the, he's in the congressional testimony and he's like, the, the government is trying to get him to give the government his Iron Man suit. Uh-huh, correction, this is Iron Man 2. This is Iron Man 2. Iron Man I was generalizing to the <laughs> Iron Man series of films. Yeah, Iron Man 2. He's in the congressional oversight yes. hearing. And they're like, give us the suit. And he's like, no, it's mine. I built it. You can't have it. Thank you. Cite the law that says you have to give it to me, et cetera. And then he walks out. And uh, eventually, I think they go to mm-hmm. Justin Hammer to get the, the alternative. So yeah. um, what, it, what this comes down to is a couple legal points. One... Um, they have to get a permit to launch every satellite. So the government is approving them That's doing this. That's a lot this. of paperwork. They, well, not every individual, but every launch has to be approved by the I, uh, IAC, mm-hmm. or International Whatever Committee for Satellites. So technically, if the government wanted to stop them from doing this, at any time they could just stop approving them. Um, I think there might be some sort of, uh, um, a, not appraisal, what's the word? Um, I don't know. Appeal process if they get re- like rejected by some biased process. I think they do have the option to appeal, but the overarching thing is they are doing this for free. They are not paying anybody to build these satellites. The, the really cool thing about this, SpaceX owns the rockets. The rockets are reusable. SpaceX has a branch of their company that is building the satellites. SpaceX is not paying anybody besides themselves for building these satellites and launching these satellites. The expense to launch a pack of satellites, which is, I think, 60 satellites per launch that they flat pack them and launch them all at once. By the way, that's insane. 60 satellites at once. Um, They flat pack these. The only expense is the materials that go into the satellites, the fairings and the upper stage, if they can't recover the fairings, and the fuel and oxidizer. Those are the only expenses to launch this. They keep the rocket, they reuse the rockets that they land, and they launch Mm -hmm. them for other commercial missions. Um, So... They, they are doing, and, and like nobody asked them to do this. This is something that Elon Musk said, I want to bring high bandwidth internet to the world, to the entire world. And he did this as, is this, this, this is a crazy, like a, a Bond villain this is a out. crazy act of philanthropy at the optimistic <laughs> end and a crazy act of tyranny at the lower end. And, yeah. and the FCC with Ajit Pai, actually, uh, if anything, the, uh, the, C, the FCC with under Ajit Pai and the uh the the trump government the trump uh cabinet if anything they would facilitate the tyranny of this system because the fcc recently because of trump has loosened net neutrality regulations that would potentially mm-hmm. if they wanted allow spacex to do tyrannical shit on their internet control the internet yeah so and the fcc under obama uh enacted net neutrality which classified the internet as a um, a utility, and me- meaning that you can't be biased about the way that you regulate it as a company. And Trump recently got rid of that rule through the FCC. So yeah. if anything, yeah. if anything, all we would have to do is reinstate the FCC ruling that it is a classified as a utility, which would force them to tr- basically treat people fairly and not, uh, you know, treat certain websites with a fast lane and a normal speed lane or a fast lane and a slow lane. Uh, as the FCC is currently allowing internet companies to do. So my, my optimistic outlook of this is that um, they are giving people an, an alternative to the current monopoly, which is a current monopoly of uh, fiber optic and coaxial networks on the ground. 
if you've ever tried getting internet in an area uh, where you live, you usually have one, maybe if you're lucky, two options for getting internet in your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. That is currently a monopoly. We currently do have monopolies for the internet in most areas Mm -hmm. of, of the United States. So like... This is actually the opposite of that. This is actually giving people competition. This is actually creating competition for everyone in the everyone in the world, essentially. Yeah, and some and, and to, to to the the positive side of that, um, it's something that can't be blocked out on a town by town exactly. basis. Exactly. Russia, so right now Russia ca- hates this. The cable companies this. have contracts oh, yeah. with each oh, individual yeah. city. Russia and China hate this network with a passion. Oh, yeah. Russia and China, this is My their bad. antithesis. This is the, these, these pizza boxes will be like a, a felony. You'll be murdered in Russia or China if you're found with one of these pizza boxes because you're bypassing their, their state government internet. Right. So this, this system uh, is designed firewall. the system is designed to be open, is my point. It's designed to bring more access to people, not, not uh, be tyrannical. Question to Grayson. Okay, well, so I can I can see the uh, as you ask about you know my, my position on that I, I can see both sides of it. Um, little sad that the sky is going to get cluttered up, but I do like the idea of democratizing access to technology in general. Just be careful of unintended consequences. Okay, so that's my in a nutshell. My question for Grayson is: Will Domino's be delivering these pizza boxes, or is it DiGiorno <laughs> from like the supermarket? You get them from the freezer aisle. It's not delivery. It's Starlink. It's wow. Starlink. That just writes itself. I'm yeah. calling Elon right now. Yeah. <laughs> Call up Elon. <laughs> I, Has I anybody like required Elon to watch the original Terminator movie? He he's a huge movie. nerd. His like favorite movies are the Monty Python movies and the uh the um Sprocket skit from SNL and yeah. uh, like he he's, he's but a he huge is a Sprocket kit. He he has um he's well, a huge my, Douglas my, my Adams fan. He makes a bunch of Douglas Adams references. Yeah, so that's that's my 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 point being that that's kind of how things went south with the uh, the Skynet was it what what it was called and you know when it became self aware. Skynet in the Terminator movies. Yes. Well, the other interesting thing about Terminator Elon Musk is that the interesting another interesting thing about Elon Musk is that he has actually uh, been. Screen, shouting from the rooftops, he's been pressing the, the 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 sirens on AI for the past fifteen years. He's been crying wolf about AI and how dangerous it is, and and begging for regulation from the government on AI because mm-hmm. he's so scared of mm-hmm. that AI is going to mm-hmm. damage the society because it's not regulated. Yeah. And and this is this is like uh it has to. I mean, this, I read a thing recently about the um twenty thirty eight bug. Mm-hmm. Do you know about the 2038 bug? No, I do not. So we have another Y2K. Okay. I don't know. This is, this is a, this is a hot, uh, a scoop, hot scoop from slightly biased podcast. There's going to be another fucking Y2K and it's, it's the epoch. It's, you know, Unix time, epoch time. Mm-hmm. You know, you know about epoch time, right? Or also yeah. known as, also known as Unix time. Right. Yeah. The, there's a limit to epoch time. There's a no, that that okay in 32 bits, it's a signed integer. The maximum value that you can count up on epoch time. By the way, epoch time is what everything runs on. All the computers in the world use a timestamp code that is a number of milliseconds that has been counting up 
since some like 1978 or something. The maximum number that they can count to is January 20th, 2038. A computer. Right, in seconds. Right. In milliseconds. In 32 bits worth of seconds. In 32 in bits worth yeah. of milliseconds. You cannot count higher from 1978 to January 20th of 2038. And this is already causing problems. This is already crashing systems. There was a, there was a company that does uh, financial, long-term financial investments, and they wanted to uh, tally a potential investment through this uh, hardcore logging system that would count 20-year uh, increments of an investment. And they ran it in 2018. Now, you run this January 20th, 2018. 20 mm-hmm. years from then is January 20th, 2038. So they wanted to project right. the, they wanted to project this algorithm out to 2038 January 20th and the system crashed and they lost 5 right. million dollars in that day. Where go? They lost 5 million dollars of trading in a day because their system crashed because they tried to run a projection out to the end of epoch time. Okay, so solution? We die, can't wait. Coronavirus. Yeah, no, we have to we have to go through and we have to go through and reverse epoch time on everything. We have to twin we have to Y two K this shit again. I think we have eighteen years though. That's pretty good. No, it's already a problem. We have to do it now. It's already a problem for companies that are looking twenty years in the future, like that like that one financial right, but, company. But not everything. But but not everything's going to shut down unless you start looking. So, so we have we have a little time. People are aware of it. They were they were running this. We, we should be able to fix it. This was some like Python script that they were running every day for the, for like 30 years, they were running the script every day for 30 years at this company. It was written in assembly or some shit. Uh And it it was, it was like written in assembly and they've been running it every day for 30 years. And then January 20th, 2018, it crashes their whole system. We're, 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 we're here. The future is here. Uh, Skynet is here. So the point of that was, um, Mm -hmm. algorithms, yeah, so the point of this is that uh, there's algorithms and uh, AI that run, like the NASDAQ is run on an AI. So like, we got to fix this because it could be a huge problem. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, so anyway, Starlink, uh, cool, but potentially bad for astronomers. That was that was the point. Right. Right. And as an amateur astronomer who loves teaching my kids about that stuff, I'm a little bit, a little bit concerned about that, but I, you know, again, technology school too. Yep. All right. Well, I think that just about does it uh, for this episode. Thanks for uh, coming on Grayson's dad. His we name, really appreciate his name, it. His name's Ted. Thank you very much. Uh, I don't even know what your dad's name is. So I, I, I can't call you that, but um, <laughs> what's your dad's name? John. John. Okay, so Vinny Johnson. Uh, oh, wow, thank you very much Vinny for Johnson. having me on. Yeah, come back anytime. Right? Thank, thanks for guesting. Uh, sorry to keep you up uh, as late as we have, but uh, <clears throat> I assume if not, you would have been playing Call of Duty on your phone anyway. Oh, wow. Or, or Pub, PUBG, uh, sorry. I'm, I would be. I would have been playing PUBG, and I will now let the NyQuil do its work. And oh, nice. Be All right. Fun. Well, have a good night. <laughs> Take care. NyQuil, NyQuil, it's a 13th fucking step. All 
Well, Grayson, that was good. Thanks for having your dad on. That was a good time. It's always fun to, you know, bring parents in, a little insight into people. My parents will not be on this anytime soon. Sorry to the listeners. Aww. They don't know what a podcast is. This must only confuse them. I've had a microphone in their face. They won't know what's going on. They could call into your phone. Nope. <laughs> they could. You That's could do a, it. Not happening anytime soon. Maybe, maybe for our 150th episode. Special guest. It'll be a surprise. What about the 100th episode? That's a special episode. Oh, triple I'm still special. planning that a one less, out. A less special than that. All right. yeah. 150. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everyone at home. If you have a comment or question for us, you can reach us at slightlybiasedpodcast at gmail.com or check out our home on the web at slightlybiasedpodcast.com. Subscribe to us. Oh, <clears throat> that's your subscribe to us on Spotify as well. Uh, we also ask you kindly to please rate, review, and subscribe to this show. We're not on YouTube, so you can't really uh, give us the subs, but you I can give us the subs on uh, uh, on Spotify, uh, Instagram too, Instagram know. or on, Twitter. We're on Instagram. Uh, Vinny is on Twitter at v eight b eight. I am on Twitter at the underscore doctor nineteen ninety four. Uh, we the podcast is on Twitter at slightly biased underscore. Yeah, that little, yeah. Same as Instagram, same thing. Same as the Instagram, slightly biased underscore. And this podcast is now powered by Pinecast. So check them out at pinecast.com. Thank you, Pinecast. I've been Vinny. I've been Grayson. Until next time. Goodbye. Kisses. You can dream it. You can do it. <laughs>